Blog Talk Radio. And hello, hello everyone out in the big wide world. This is Helena Steiner-Hornstein speaking to you again. Hope you're all well. I am. I'm back in Florida. And how could I not be well in this beautiful weather? Sunshine and, you know, beautiful blue sky. And I say this because this is the toughest time up north when it's getting darker and colder and, you know, people do not quite see the sun the way they're used to seeing the sun in the summer. But anyway, we're all free to be where we want to be in a way. Because when I was young, I decided I didn't like that cold and dark climate. So I decided early on that I was going to go to a place where there was more sunshine. And when I was very young, I saw this picture from Miami Beach. And I read Miami, you know, that's the way it was written for me at that time. I didn't understand it was Miami. And uh, I saw this beautiful palm tree and the hibiscuses, you know, the flowers with those lush flowers. And I saw this beautiful, this really handsome guy with this convertible and, and some kind of white house. And I never forget that particular image. And I thought, I haven't seen that here. I want to see that. I want to have that. And, you know, somehow I ended up having exactly that in my life. It wasn't a straight road. Oh, no, that road was really crooked and full of holes and walls. But I got there. And here I am. Well, it has continued, of course, after that. But what I'm saying is that was the freedom I was looking for at that time. And it's available to you for you, with you. It's there. It's available somehow. You just have to do it. You have to do something about that. And it's not that anything is served. Freedom is never served on a dish. Yes, we're born into a family or into a situation or into a country where we have more freedom. But still, freedom is something that Somehow, you have to work for. And they say that life is a fight for freedom. Or don't know, maybe I just say so. Life is a fight for freedom. It really is. From the day you were born, you're fighting for some kind of freedom. It's a natural instinct in us. We don't want to be caught into a box. And still, this is exactly what we are doing in our society. We are deliberately boxing our own selves into old ideas. We don't always have that uh, necessity to do so. We have free will, free choices, and we don't follow that. So freedom is actually a fight for finding self for finding you and who you are. And now I can ask you, are you really you? 
how much do you follow you? I'm surprised how little ex- how people don't express their impressions or, or their feelings enough. I sit in conversations with friends and they dare not talk about their feelings, about politics, about religion, unless they kind of follow someone else's agenda. No, your own personal agenda. What is that? Basically, it's always finding self, finding who you are. And that frightens some people. It's you feel exposed to, to the world when you kind of try to say what you think about things. But no, lots of people out there, everyone actually has an opinion. They don't air it much. But we all are free to have opinions, even if you are living in a so-called not free country or free surrounding. You have opinions and you have those within you. And that's an opinion that should make you feel freer and free, free. So don't fall for the trap trying to find uh, you know, freedom through someone else, like a new job a new location, a new boss, a new partner. It's not the partner that makes you free. It's not your job that makes you free. It's how you are inside of you. And of course, when you feel that it's not coordinated the way you feel inside of you and the partner you're living with, now you have the choice again. It's up to you what you're doing with that. So, you know, life is like a riding on a bicycle. It has to be in the movement. You have to move forward or you fall by the roadside. Slow down that bicycle and, you know, stand still on those two wheels, you will fall. And people would just, another bicycle will bicycle by you. And if they're nice, they will help you up. But not all people are so nice if they see you are capable of standing on your own legs. So those are little words of wisdom from me that have to do with freedom. And I think it fits in. And number one is about freedom. Freedom has a price. And I say that to people in the Western world where we see this a lot. Democracy doesn't come just like that. You have to fight for it. And democracy is definitely more a society of freedom than what those dark forces are trying to impose on us. No. So freedom has a price, and that is learning to say no at the right time, learning to say yes to the right powers. So Learn to say no, and learn to say no like to lies and hatred. Learn to say no to hatred. What is hatred? Well, that is a very strong form of hate that you really specialize your feelings into a certain direction, and now it really, you put your soul and heart almost into that, those strings of hatred that you send out. It's not very good for you. 
It's not very good for the environment. It's not good for anything. Who wants to live in that kind of society? For sure, we don't. We don't. Because basically, the feeling within each one of us, if we are sane, is to be happy and to have love and freedom in our lives. And when you have love, usually you have a sort of freedom in you. So learning is to say no to hatred and to judgment. Do not be so hard in how you judge everything. It's called being unconditional. Unconditional love. Yes. Do not judge everything around you in a kind of negative way because that is judgment. And then say no to greed. I see the devil in this world as really greed, as the money. I was so surprised when I sat with some friends and I said, you know, because it was now November, and when you are in the, like in Scandinavia particularly, you know, further up in Scandinavia, and the darkness is hitting you, you don't like to live that very often, although it has its charm as a time of course. And I decided, as I said early on, I didn't want that. And now people tell me, oh, you're so happy, you're so fortunate, you're, you can afford to live in a sunny climate. And then someone in our group said, yes, because you are working, which reflects back to money. But that's not basically the point I was trying to make. The point was, no, we can make choices. We can make choices early on. And that is another thing, another point. So that's the second point of, you know, finding your freedom. You have choices. There is a choice for you right now how you're going to find more freedom in your life. Money? Yes, money is great, you know. It makes everything very, very much easier. But it's not the number one thing. You don't choose, and I taught this to all the children in my family. No, never choose anything because of the money. And never choose anything because the money is there or not. This is not your number one choice. Put your happiness and your freedom and your creativity. You know, all that that you have within you, those are choices that matter. So another thing is uh, connect with your feelings and your thoughts. And that one of those things is cleanse your conscience. Because if you have a bad conscience, there's something nagging within you, you cannot feel free. And that could be an old debt of some kind. Pay off some old debt. And I know a guy who said, you know, I had that debt to about $20 to a friend of mine. And then he became so famous, I didn't dare come back with my little $20. Although, you know, now I can afford it and I know he couldn't care less. But it's been nagging my soul, those $20. And I said, what stops you? And he said, well, I don't know, really. 
I thought it would look stupid if I send him twenty dollars when he's making five hundred, you know, million a year through what he's doing. And I said, send it anyway. Make it fifty dollars with interest. And he did. And you know, he got back with me later on and said, you know, we are not friends. I can't believe he had time for me to to get back with me and thanking me and just telling me how much it meant to him hearing from me again and that I would care about those little $20 because somehow he hadn't forgotten that had been sitting in his mind that I never paid him back those little $20, meaning I never bothered to get back with him as a friend. So there are little debts like this of all kinds that you should clear away from your conscience. It will make you feel much, much better about your life and your day. So that is one point again. So now what are we to see, I think? <clears throat> so, well, and that goes back to also fix unfinished business, which is part of that. <clears throat> and I remember once when my mother was kind of, she was not well, and she was getting weaker and weaker. And I could not leave what I was doing. She was in Sweden, I was in America, and also had a small child. And I couldn't leave that small child at that time. She was not well, and I was alone with her. My husband was somewhere else, and I didn't trust any babysitter for so long, and I could not travel with her. So now I just decided I have to do it in another way. This was day before Skype. So... I made a phone call, and I planned on this phone call when I knew she was able to think, I mean, to listen to me without being interrupted. She was in, in a nursing home at the time, in a good nursing home, but she had, she had company and she had people visiting all the time. And now we spoke, and we spoke, and we spoke, and I was giving her thanks and telling her about little episodes in my life where she had done something that meant the world to me and how much I remember those little things now, still today. She listened. She loved listening to all these things. And we were remembering things together. This was extremely valuable to me. So I could give thanks to my mother for all those times that she has been sticking with me. And, of course, I had siblings. I was not the only one. So it was not that she had time to focus on me all the time. But she had encouraged me so much to so many things and to be the best. Because in Sweden, we have this thing, you must not be the best. No, that's not agreeing with society very much. You're not better than the others. You are just supposed to fit in somehow. And which is, you know, so wrong to say about Swedes because they are the best in so many things. But it sits there like a little bit. She, so she was wonderful. And she also was the one who encouraged me to be an artist and to write and to all these things that have been so important for me in my life. So I gave thanks and thanks and thanks. And this is what we should remember to do, to give thanks to those who have meant something 
and will really clear your heart and soul somehow and will free you a lot. Just that you came to that point doing something. So, um, and, and going back to this thing of freedom, last night in the middle of the night, you know, because I go to bed really late, I saw the Devil Wears Prada, and which was the story about a young journalist who was hired as a personal assistant to a very powerful and narcissistic fashion magazine editor who was played by Meryl Streep, by the way. And this poor personal assistant was just so put down and put down and put down until she one day just decided, no, I have to take care of my love. You know, the man who loves me, I have neglected him because I said yes to this woman boss all the time. So if you are in that position, again, I said you have free will, you have the choice. And I should mention that later, but that's one of the points. You have the choice to decide where you want to go with your life and how free you want to be in your life. And there was another story I remember about freedom and how you are free in your mind. That's a very important uh, point, that freedom sits in your mind. And there was this man who was caught, he was just caught for murder that he had not committed. He hadn't done that. He was totally innocent. But this is what happens in some people's lives because they happen to be in the wrong race and they're at the wrong place and wrong time, you know, at the wrong time. They are just guilty and proven guilty for something they haven't done. So anyway, and I have to say that, but this has been the truth to me. So they put him in prison for 30 years. That was what he was supposed to do. And he took this, or maybe a lifetime. It was something like forever. It was like a long, long, long time. And he sat in this cell, and he was mostly alone in his cell. And he actually loved the life he had before with freedom. And now he started to imagine himself into a life of freedom. In his mind, he was free. And he took trips. He went to different countries and he met in his mind again, famous people in those countries, people that he had seen on pictures before, people he had heard of. He put himself in the nicest or most fantastic of places. And that was his daily routine. That was how he lived. Eventually, the true murderer was caught and this man was freed. And he is now lecturing everywhere about his way, his way, finding freedom. How he found freedom, being imprisoned in a little, little cell without being able to see any of those images that he could see in his mind. And that's a very, very important point. It does not necessarily matter where you are in the world. You can be free in your soul. You can be free in your mind. You can be free in your thoughts. 
So say yes to freedom because that will make you feel good. It will make you feel much, much better about you and your life than just criticizing and judging those around you and what's going on all around you. And then the next point, where are we, six or five or six or something? Find good health. Look at your body. Your body will very much set you free. If you look at your body and you're a pleased with your body, it doesn't matter if it's big or small or narrow or whatever. But whatever you have in body, make it look good. Take care of it. Massage it. Put oil on your skin. Put a pretty makeup on your face. Use accessories. Use new clothes, colorful clothes. If you feel you're too big, don't dress necessarily in a big, big tent. No, wear some tighter clothes and then some beautiful accessories in all kinds of colors. It would take people's eyes away from what you see as imperfection. But, again, look after your body. Make sure your body feels good. Give it the right food. It's very, very important. And one of the most important things is to drink water. To drink water as much as you can. Not at the same time, but just sip on water. It makes a difference to your energy. It makes a difference. It makes a big, big difference to how you feel about you. And also how you feel at night. You sleep better with more water in in your body. So that's another very strong point. Yes, look after your body. And now, imagination again. I go back to that imagination about the prisoner who could, in his imagination, dream himself away. That's a point. So uh, now we have something called acceptance. You have to accept a lot of things. And just realize that everything has cannot be exactly your way. Accept that. And just to let go of all those blockages that you might have around you and within you. Don't live this kind of blocked life where it says you have to think this way. Because you're, let's say, a Republican. You don't have to vote Republican all the way through. You can go across the aisle at times. Or if you're Democrat, you don't have to go along with what so-and-so said. You can go across the aisle and just vote for the other side from time to time. Just, you're not boxed in. It's you boxing yourself in. You are doing that to you. And because everyone hates someone out there, you don't have to do that. You can make your own opinion about things, about books, about movies, about politicians. You know, you have the freedom. So don't be one of those people just to block themselves into certain beliefs. 
And I know they also said, well, my family's been conservative all, all the time for generations. I have to be that too. No, you don't have to. You don't have to at all. You can be whatever you want. Remember that. You don't. Why do you deliberately and freely put yourself into boxes of limitation? Now you can, you can do whatever you want to do as long as you don't hurt society because there are rules. It's very, very important to know there are rules out there. Important rule, you have to follow the law. You have to follow common sense. You have to be nice to other people. You must not hurt other people, either, you know, violently in, in your, with your fist or in your, with your words. There are rules, and will make you feel much, much freer, actually, if you follow certain rules, because rules create a better society. I'm not saying crazy rules like we sometimes make up for ourselves, but, you know, law and order. That's why we have the Ten Commandments. They were intended to be the law and keep the order in society. You shouldn't steal and you shouldn't lie and you shouldn't take from other people. I mean, all those things, natural things. Follow that law. Follow the law. And then begin to look at yourself, what you can do for you to be free. Yes, all those choices. And to accept who you are. You're old, you're young, you're man, you're woman. Yes, accept those facts. Don't see that as a drawback. I heard this woman who said all the time she wanted to be policeman. And there are women policemen. There were at that time too. And she said, well, I'm a woman. They stopped me all the time. I'm a woman. I'm a woman. The problem with her was not that she was a woman. The problem was she was a woman who didn't take care of herself. She was a sloppy woman. She didn't brush her hair properly. She didn't look after her face properly. She didn't use what she could have used as a woman. And that was what stopped her all the time. That was what closed the doors. I tried to tell her a little bit, but she still thought, oh, that's my ability that should count. But this is a stupid world. It's ruled by men. They look at your looks. They look at your looks. (laughs) I said, practice straight out. I have noticed. It helps to take care of yourself, particularly if you are a woman. And let's say also for us women, don't we tend to look at the well-dressed and well-cared-for man more than we look for sloppy man? We all do that. So that's one of the points, you know, is to take care of yourself again, to accept you as something, you know, Somebody with lots of opportunities. That's the acceptance that you have. Everyone out there lives in a universe full opportunities, full of possibilities. That is the truth. And that is what you have to take with you from today. The number 
tenth point, I think, is now is, although we said we should make nine point, is live in union, live in harmony with the light, live in union with the spirit, live together with the light, and let and allow that light within you to shine. That is the secret. That is number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yes, let your light shine. Go to my website, findingyourinnerlight.com. At the website, www.bodysoulconnection.com. Again, www.findingyourinnerlight.com and bodysoulconnection.com. You will find more about how you can get in touch with me and get in touch with yourself because that is the key. Because within you, you have that inner light and it wants to shine. Whoever and whatever you are, you truly and truly, truly want to see and feel that inner light within you and how it helps you and how you feel better about your life and how you experience more freedom in your life when you allow that core light, that inner light of you to shine. And now take a deep, deep breath because we are going to do the meditation. And I meditate with all my clients. And it's not the meditation that we do together. It's a channeled trip (laughs) through their subconscious, through their subconscious mind. And that mind of your subconscious actually rules you more than you ever realize. Because that's why you stack up all memories, good and bad, and particularly those bad memories, so-called, those memories that are no good for you. They still sit there in your subconscious mind. And then they stack up and stack up and stack up and eventually can make you sick, can make all kinds of horrible things for you. And how do you get rid of that? that? Well, through that so-called meditation. And that's what I do with clients. We meditate. Meditate within quote. It's a clearance through your inner you. And once we clear that away, That's how we get rid of blockages. And this is actually the healing process to get rid of those dark energies within us and replace that with a shiny light. The shiny light will make you more positive and make you feel also healthier and better about your body and everything around you. And that is... What Jesus meant, I am the light. This is your way and this is your truth. Remember 
we are beings of the light living a human experience. You close your eyes and you go deeper and deeper and deeper within you. And you take that deep breath and relax. Your eyes are closed. And you feel at peace. There's it very much at peace. I am the light. You kind of feel that in your mind. You feel it in your chest area. And you put your hand on your chest area for a little moment and just feel warmth under your hand. And now you put your hand back on your lap again and take another deep breath. And suddenly, it's like you feel you're sitting in a ray of light. And the light is streaming down over you. If you're now in a car, please stop the car if you're driving the car. It is very, very important that you do just that. Stop that car because you are in a movement within you, not outside of you. And you cannot take another deep, deep breath now. And you feel so centered. You feel you have found a center within you. And that center is called the light. And that is like a ball of light in your chest area. And that is now widening and widening and widening and with the light that's coming from above the light within you is spreading up inside of your body and light is now coming all over the outside of your body you feel totally totally and totally enclosed and absorbed into the light and you feel how blockages are disappearing because when you have light, there is no room for darkness. It is impossible for the darkness to stay in the light. It is technically impossible. Even a human being can understand that where there is this God light there is no darkness and you take another deep breath and you begin to feel that you are now full of possibilities and you look up and you see a star filled sky there are millions and billions and trillions and countless numbers of stars up there in the sky above you. 
and they're clearing and clearing and clearing and clearing and clearing and clearing. Now you are in the light. You feel it. It's like you broke through the wall of darkness. And you take a deep, deep breath. You feel free. And now you take a jump up in the sky and you fly among the stars. Yes, you fly among the stars all over the sky. You feel free and free and free. Yes, you know now what it means to be free. It means to accept the light and to be in the light. I accept that this is so. I accept that the light is there for me. It is my birthright. The light was there within me when I was born. This is what it means to be the image of God. This is the God light. And you have accepted that God light from now on. And you clear away, you brush away any sickness. It's your choice. You clear that away. You decide any kind of sickness is now disappearing from you. <clears throat> yes. You take it away. You clear your voice. You clear your energy. <clears throat> more and more do you clear your energy. And you inhale new healthy light. And this new healthy light is all yours. Yes, it is all yours. You love you healthy light. You love being well. And now suddenly you have landed in a beautiful garden. You are surprised. Where did this garden come from among all the stars? But this is what imagination is all about. Imagination is about being in the light and to finding all these new things available there for you at all times. You can put yourself in this condition of relaxation before you go to sleep at night. Just close your eyes. And allow the light to shine within you and around you. And should a negative thought pop up in your mind, you throw that away back into the light. And the light will just destroy all those negative feelings. Yes, you believe in what you wish for yourself. You wish freedom. You wish for freedom away from limitation. 
away from the limitation of bad health. Away from the limitation of being bullied. You won't accept that anymore. You put yourself in the light. And you even send that light back to those who bully you. Isn't that a neat thing to be able to do? You accept that you have the ability to look after your life all by yourself, completely by yourself and that higher power. You can, and you know you will. It's a matter of your imagination. We are opening you up to this incredible power called I am the light. I found early on that this power, I am the light, was my friend in life. And that is what I'm sharing with others in the world so they can come to me and do this afterwards on their own. Yes, on your own. This is what I said. You can do this too. Jesus actually said that. You can do what I do, even more so. It's written in the Bible. When I say that in a church or when I speak in front of a religious group, they don't want me to say that because that's against the religious concept. In religion, you have to go to the religion first. But in spirituality, we all have the freedom to find this power on our own. And this is what this is about. This is very, very powerful, what I'm saying now. And you take a deep breath, and you have received this big-time information. You are grateful, very, very grateful, and you give thanks. I am now grateful for my life. And this is what you whisper to yourself. And you're grateful for what you have done with your life. And you're grateful for what you now are going to do with your life. You say thanks. I am the light. And this is my way. And this is my truth. When I count to seven with you, you are to open your eyes. If you open your eyes already, you close them again. So we do this together. That we are here, turning within, feeling the light within us. And now when I say seven, then you open your eyes again. Number one, number two, number three. You receive the light. You accept the light. One, two, three, four, five, six. 
how you love the light within you. One, two, three, four, five, six. And now number seven, you open your eyes again. This is Helena Steiner Hunstein speaking to you. Send this little meditation to others and let them enjoy it. Yes, let them enjoy it. Send this forward to the rest of the world because we all need this power within us to help us and guide us. Again, this is Helena. Go to my website, Finding Your Inner Light and also BodySoulConnection.com Finding Your Inner Light.com Bye-bye.